This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. Tesla's big announcement last week was that they were going to get into the market of making larger size batteries and battery storage for homes, just like yours and mine, as well as businesses. And with the technology used for Tesla Automotive, this may very well have been the next logical step. But is there assertion that these batteries for the home and office will someday uh, take over the energy sector, in part, how we consume energy? To look at where Tesla might be headed, we're joined in studio by Ruben Lobel, who is an assistant professor in the Operations and Information Management Department here at the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And also with us is Madhur Behel, who is a Ph.D. candidate in Penn's School of Engineering. Great to have you both here. Thanks very much. Pleasure. Thank, Pleasure thank you for having here. me. I, I, I guess... Madura, I'll start with you. It, it's it was very interesting that 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 was the comment or that was the, the the decision. Why do you think that that this was the next area that Tesla really wanted to wanted to kind of challenge? Yeah, that's a good question. And actually, I wasn't surprised that Tesla uh, entered this domain of uh, providing standalone batteries for businesses. It fits in very well with the ecosystem that Elon Musk has already established. You can see he already uses these batteries for the electric vehicles that Tesla offers. Yeah. Plus, I think he's also involved quite heavily in the Solar City initiative sure. for the company. So it's kind of a good step and a very uh, expected decision by him to enter this domain. As, and also, you, if you look at the energy sector in general, battery storage was somewhere around a two million, two hundred million dollar industry up till a few years ago. But now it's going to become a billion dollar, multi billion dollar industry moving forth. So there is good opportunity there. But at the same time, I also want to say that what Tesla has offered is not something radically uh, new. Mm-hmm. So the concept of using batteries for uh, for and uh, residential households or commercial buildings and even utilities. It has been around for quite some time now. Uh, so what is the real question we have to ask is if they got the price point correct and if they are pricing mm-hmm. it or have they managed to make it into a package which is really uh, affordable and scalable. And I guess that's the big question right now is whether or not that, th- the, the numbers I saw were like 3000 to $3,500 prior to the installation. So figuring the installation, you're probably looking what, closer to like five grand? Yeah, so uh, regarding the installation, the the battery alone is uh, 3,500, as you say, for a 10 kilowatt hour battery. But on top of that, what you will require is a is what is called an inverter. So a battery by okay. by by design is a DC source of power, but most of the appliances they have to run on uh, AC power. Yeah. So you need something called an inverter, which can do that conversion. So if someone already has a solar panel installed in their uh, house, they would probably be using such a device. But for someone who doesn't have that, the inverter can add up to the cost, and there's installation cost on top of that. So it can actually be double the price of what Ooh. you're buying the battery for. So then I guess, Ruben, the question is, is that do we think this is something that, that, that the average consumer is going gonna, is gonna to make that decision to, to really invest in? Because it ends up being an investment. It's part of an investment, especially if you're somebody that, that has uh, solar power, uh, solar panels on your house already. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to depend on the market. It's going to depend on the regulations. Uh, what we've been seeing now uh, recently is uh, places where there used to be net metering, where solar panel users were able to just 
send electricity down to the grid and get mm-hmm. paid the retail price of electricity for it. Uh, utilities are pushing back and they're trying to curb that or sure. put uh, extra surcharges for solar panel owners. So by using these batteries, you can actually uh, rely less on the grid, right? It, you 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 don't need the the grid to, to be paying you that retail price of electricity. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're just uh, avoiding your own consumption. Uh, the the different regulations in different different markets are are very different. Uh, you can see in California, this is probably going to be already uh, viable given the high electricity prices in the, the top tiers. Yeah. Other places, uh, maybe like Texas, where you have twelve cents per kilowatt hour in electricity, uh, but maybe it doesn't pay for itself just yet. But one of the things that one of the articles brought up was the fact that that uh, with some of these units that will be installed either in houses or in businesses, the ability of really doing the the storing, the charging up of the battery at the off-peak time, which in a lot of locations is a lower cost, much lower cost than it is in in a peak time. Yeah. And for especially for business, I, I see this when I, I see this announcement. You see all the articles. I see this at least initially. I think being more of a business opportunity. Than an opportunity for consumers, just because of how businesses will see this playing out. That's that's absolutely correct, and I completely agree with that statement. I, I also feel that the majority share of adoption of this uh, standalone battery technology is going to lie in the large commercial and building sector first. And um, you know there could be some early adopters in the residential domain, but uh, but would business sector almost be a little bit of a proving ground here? It should be, and and. They they have a requirement for it much more than residential. Mm-hmm. So to give you an idea, a large commercial building today will be charged a demand charge. So during the there's there's a, there's a saying in the generation the electricity generation circles that all kilowatts are not created equally. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so as the as the load increases to the day, the uh, the generation has to rely on more older and uh, inefficient sources of electricity to meet that load, which is why it's more expensive to provide that electricity. So for large commercial customers who consume on the order of megawatts and hundreds of kilowatts, they are penalized for for going above a certain threshold, or or just as Ruben mentioned, the price of electricity can also vary during certain hours of the day, which are the peak hours. Mm -hmm. So if you use a a, a battery technology to charge during the night times or off-peak times and then use that storage during the peak hours, then you are not only avoiding that peak charge, but on top of that, you can be more responsive and participate more in some demand response programs which the utilities offer, in which they pay you and they give you incentive to curtail your demand during these peak hours. So yeah, the, the large commercial buildings are all uh, a big playground for uh, for such technology. Now, in terms of the like, in reading up, Amazon has already jumped on board with this. Target is going to get involved with this as well. When you think about Target, you're talking about, you know, several hundred, maybe you know, into the thousands of locations all across the United States, and well, no longer up into Canada, but still, you know, <laughs> across the U.S. Uh, in, uh, the units that they're talking about putting in, I mean, is is it a different size wise is it a different you know power uh, savings that that you will put in a in a building say at a target compared to say a smaller business yeah so the, the size of the system that you have to install will depend upon uh, several factors the primary primarily the first being that 
what is the overall daily average energy consumption that you require mm-hmm. and maybe the idea is not to just completely go off the grid uh, sure. you know we would like to believe that but i don't know how feasible <laughs> that is for for large customers but it also depends on your peak peak power consumption how much peak load are you drawing uh, during certain part- times of the day so so something like the huntsman hall where we are at it consumes about 150 to 200k uh, kilowatts that is uh, yep. during peak so you would need a sizable system which is 20x than what he is offering but i think he also has a, a separate system in place for large scale uh, to scale it up which is called like the the power pack i believe so yeah. so yeah, yeah. It, it can scale up to a few hundred kilowatts so so it will vary from from business to business someone like target which is a b- big real estate they will definitely consume several hundred kilowatts so they will need a sizable system but a small restaurant uh, would not would not require such a big system it can probably do with with a few few, few kilowatt well uh, and go ahead i may add to that that uh, the university of pennsylvania campus subscribes to one of these demand response programs so when the electricity uh, prices spike in this in, in the market at pjm <laughs> uh we actually get a call and we we respond as a campus and we reduce the the level of usage of the chillers of yeah. the of the, the entire uh thermostats of the system uh, yeah. uh, of the entire campus get uh, adjusted to respond and reduce the load in the system and other businesses will be able to do that more efficiently with with these battery packs so it's an extra value when you when you're doing the economics of the of of the battery pack should i adopt or not yeah as a business you can think about having this sort of uh, yep. uh revenue stream coming from selling demand response yep. i don't i don't know how much it would save but but i i would think a place like the university of pennsylvania would have a little bit of a savings anyway during the peak summertime because you don't have the students most of the students on campus burning up a lot of the energy in the in the various buildings i mean it's a little bit of a savings so you you'll be surprised how how much energy we consume during a hot summer day yeah. so Uh, actually the peak falls in july or say sometime just before august mid july so there are some students here but more importantly uh, uh, the operations at pen are such that you want to maintain uh, just the highest level of comfort mm-hmm. when uh, in the buildings and this is fine uh, for for most of the buildings but when every building is trying to just consume electricity regardless of what another building is doing it could peak so in that case if you have a battery storage system in place or right now our university uses thermal storage as opposed to battery yeah. storage so it could compensate for a few few megawatts and shave off that peak i'll, I'll by the way i'll have you guys come over and work on my thermostat over in our offices <laughs> see if you can get that tuned down a little bit cuz it's a little warm in my office these days <laughs> but it's interesting because some of the comments Ruben, that that Elon May Elon Musk made with this announcement He really believes that we're talking about a fundamental shift that we're going to see in, in how consumers really think about use of energy going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh the the, the main paradigm shift that we're seeing now is consumers are stopping this dumb agent that just received an electricity price and just consumes at will for a fixed price and what this what this together with other um, innovations like smart grids is are doing are putting the consumer into the uh into the forefront as a as a a smart agent it, mm-hmm. it it takes decisions it affects the grid it responds to the grid and the grid doesn't just push whatever he wants on the consumer and utilities are scared of uh of, sure of that power loss that they're having Well, uh, yeah, go ahead. Also, I think in long term, uh, I see battery storage maybe it comes from Tesla or elsewhere. They are good for the grid in the long term. Uh, the reason being that 
when you talk about solar or renewable energy sources in general mm-hmm. uh, it's very erratic it's where there's a lot of uncertainty involved there's no guarantee we know that during his announcement he said the sun shows up on time every day <laughs> but what what we don't know is whether the clouds will be there or not so there's uncertainty involved in the amount of solar generation or the wind can die out in case of windmills so the right now uh, what rumen also pointed out was uh right now if without a battery in place the solar pv installation uses the grid as a battery backup so mm-hmm. if you're generating excess electricity you just sell it back to the grid at wholesale and then you will buy it back during the night time when you need it so putting a battery at the end user will smoothen out this uncertainty so whatever you are generating you can just back up if you are not using all of it and then it's available to you at night and that's good for even the utilities mm-hmm. they, they might not like the fact that the the consumer is not buying electricity from them all the time but it makes the demand less volatile from a utility standpoint and to give you another example uh, in germany uh, the solar penetration sure. has been uh, quite a large percentage of yep. their electricity consumption so in germany what happened was people started installing pvs and the government really subsidized uh, the installation but as a result of that without any storage in place the grid had to invest more because the demand was so volatile and uncertain mm-hmm. that they had to invest more in reliable backups So in that respect it's good that end users have some storage so that it's their demand is more smoothed out and leveled as opposed to completely being uncertain. Uh, obviously part of this uh, is also the fact that uh for the general public here in the United States the cost of adopting solar is quite a bit easier now than it was say a decade ago. Mm-hmm. You see more and more homes that that have full out, you know, solar solar collection, you know, panels on their roof or in their backyard or someplace else. We've talked talked a few times on this show about not only just homes but businesses, large businesses. The 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 racetrack that is up in, at Pocono Raceway has a huge field of solar panels where they basically don't have to use much power off of the grid, uh, you know, at all. I mean, this is This is kind of a changing time that we're talking about in terms of in terms of this. and it makes me think that you know it, it really was the perfect time for Elon Musk to bring this idea forward. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh I think that the 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 timing uh, is great. There uh, the the lack of storage was one of the big bottlenecks because the reliance on utilities uh was also meant that utilities didn't want solar panels yeah. in people's rooftops right so the conflict of interest between you, we still rely on the utilities but the utilities don't really want you to have solar panels sure. created this tension and created a lot of the policy discussions that are ha- happening right now and if you put storage into the equation uh the 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 balance of power in the in this negotiation is going to shift that's 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 what we're going to be seeing now Does this have the opportunity to be almost a, an innovative area for the uh for the utility companies down the road? I mean, obviously they want to use to people to use as much electricity as possible, but do they have the opportunity to see, you know, potentially a fundamental shift in their business maybe to add a piece that that looks into, you know, storage and and solar? It could because uh, you can think of a, a large installation, something on the order of several megawatts. Yeah. Uh as a as a capacity investment from the utility standpoint so right now as i mentioned they have to rely on these speaker plants which are yeah. really dirty and expensive power plants and they have to ramp them up so to ha- to make that paradigm shift happen the the cost has to meet what they are experiencing today so right. 
I'm not sure of the exact figure, but I'm but it's somewhere around maybe 120 to $150 per kilowatt hour, and they can just use that money to, uh, you know, uh, ramp up their gas turbines. So when the battery technology meets them somewhere close to that range to be competitive, then yeah. they will shift to to a much more faster and reliable source than, than say, a gas turbine. So it could, for a utility standpoint, it could be a, a large-scale insta uh, installation, which uh, is their reserve capacity, and they can use it to to provide electricity while a bigger generator is ramping up, so mm -hmm. to minimize the delay and and increase reliability on the grid. We are yeah, joined we here. Oh, we, go ahead, bro. We should add that uh, the cost uh, is rapidly decreasing for batteries, right? So yep. it all comes down to the cost. Like Madhur said, is, uh, uh, there was this technology before. It's just a higher price point. Now, uh, Elon Musk is forecasting that this is going to go by uh, 2x uh, decrease within the next five years. Yeah. So that, again, we'll, 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 we'll have to wait and see. But. And, and again, like, uh, like we said before, and with our, our thought that this will be more of an idea that's adopted on the business side than it will be the, the home side, the personal side, uh, at least right at the outset. That number we were talking about before, that $3,500 for the installation, that plays out over, let's say, five years. That number may be reduced to $2,500 instead sure. and because of, you know, of the development of the process. Yeah, so the cost of uh, batteries will decrease as, as uh, the technology improves. But uh, I mean, kudos to Tesla for even reaching 3,500. So we, we not to take anything away from them. It's a lithium-ion battery pack, but it also has a, a I think a liquid cool thermal system in place. So was the 3,500 a surprise to you that that was the number? I mean, did you expect it to be higher? I think it's competitive for sure. I'm yeah. not sure how good it is or how better it is compared to what's out there, but uh, it's definitely competitive. Yeah. It was it, it was a little bit surprising that he could get it down to the range of uh, three hundred or three fifty dollars per kilowatt hour. And, oh. and and in terms of the unit, in terms of what I saw in uh, in the papers and online, it doesn't look like for the person that that is going to have this in their home, it doesn't appear like it's a you know a massively huge system. Yeah, that's important as well. So uh, as someone who who grew up in northern India and uh, in my childhood. Uh, the grid there is very unreliable, and we used to have a, a lead-acid system. Yeah. Pretty much the same idea, but that system is ugly and huge yeah. and hard to maintain. Uh, so those, as, uh, so th those, those legacy systems have their own problems, and this is a very good integrated package, I would say, which is being offered. So uh, if that's a sell for, for some customers, then I think they'll go for it. How much do you think it, it grows out? How fast do you think it, this is something that, that can grow out? It's hard to say. Yeah. You, you, if you see how solar, for example, developed over the uh, uh, slowly over the, over the last uh, no, but if you look over the last ten years, and you, if we had this interview talking about uh, what do you think is the market for solar yeah. ten years ago, people were, were laughing. See, like ah, solar. It's it's always going to be the technology of the future. It's not anymore. It, it, it's yeah. it's out there. It's it's very relevant, and it it's only going to keep growing. Uh, batteries could be the same story. Um, it, it battery storage, I mean, yeah, sure. But it is an interesting combination that he has when when you factor in the fact that, you know, you had Tesla as an automotive company, and you had the battery technology, and obviously the fact that he's kind of opened the doors to the 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 actual technology of what their batteries are, and then you have Solar City on the other side, it, it you know what was the middle going to be other than something like this, yeah. like battery storage? Yeah, so it makes just perfect sense to to dive into this uh, uh, market for, for Tesla. And it fits in well with the ecosystem that they have. 
Uh, I think the the uh, in my in my opinion for at least the residential customers, it's going to be uh, about you know they have to ask themselves: Are they in an area where they are subject to uh, time of use pricing? Mm-hmm. Uh, are they in an area where they can install solar and leverage the benefits from local generation? But other than those two points, I think some people might just buy it because it's a backup system. And if they are in an yeah. area where the grid is not reliable, then then I think uh, you know you don't care about return of investment for maybe three thousand dollars seven watt seven kilowatt hour system. So 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 the the smaller version. Sure. So so maybe you know as a backup system, there's a market for that as well in in, in household owners and residential space. How much how much importance do you put in the fact that that obviously uh, Tesla wants to build out their Gigafactory? That ends up being a very important piece to this as well in terms of having that mass production available to them, which they don't really have right now. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised that the reason why they've priced it less is they might not actually be making a lot of money initially on it. Okay. But if they say in the near future, get that gigafactory going, then then we'll have mass production, which might lower down the the price. Yeah, but uh, I, I should add that this announcement by Tesla this week w- is not a surprise for people in the energy industry. That's true. People yeah. have been expecting this. It, the, the only surprise is the price point. It's what the specs are. Yeah. But uh, the in general, they've been announcing that the, that Gigafactory was dedicating 30% of the capacity of the factory <laughs> to uh, battery storage solutions to, for the grid, for electricity, and not for cars. Yeah. Right? Uh, so, that, uh, that was already part of the plan. And they're hoping that this big factory is going to be able to take into advantage a lot of economies of scale together for the car manufacturing and for the uh, uh, grid storage solutions. Well, yeah, I guess then it, it is interesting, as you kind of alluded to, people now today, compared to 10 years ago, much more aware, much more open to the idea of of involving solar in their in their household uh, involving this idea as, as a next logical step you know whether that be now or the next five years so not only is it the right time for elon musk to make this but it, it, it's the right time for the consumer to really adopt this as well yeah i, I agree especially depending on where they are if if the regulations are set in the uh, in the right direction like <laughs> you said with, yeah. with time of use pricing for example is very user friendly for you to have a, a storage solution solar panels yeah. So as a, as an entire package, if 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 you are looking at uh, from a point of view of a homeowner who has n- even not even solar installed, yeah. So from his standpoint, it is a sizable investment, right? To mm-hmm. have first the PV panels installed and then a battery backup along with some installation and an inverter cost. Mm-hmm. So so then it becomes a serious investment. But uh, I think going forth, there might be a. a a push towards using more and more cleaner energy, and you know that initiative also plays a role in this equation. So, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, people jump onto it. But as you and I both agreed early on, I think the the major business is going to be in in commercial commercial buildings and and maybe even utilities somewhere down the line. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.